Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 17. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joining us all with Mr. J. Giles. Jay, how you doing this evening, man? Doing good, doing good, Chris. Uh, here, here we are. Uh, basically, it's almost like a somber note in a way. We, we, it seemed like we just started this yesterday, really. It really does, man. It seems like we just started with the very first episode. Here we are, 17 episodes in. You know, the season is over, playoffs over, World Series over, and here we are here, man, at the end of the season, man. I tell you, baseball, like we said before the show started, baseball is such a long season. You play 162 games and everything. It seems like it just breezed on through with the season and then the podcast and everything. Even with being like a bi-weekly, two-week podcast, it just seems like it's gone by so fast, man. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of helped it go a little quicker, the fact that it was a bi-weekly type thing. We wasn't covering each and every week. I think we did that. I think it would have been more of a grind on us, but... I, I think so. I think so, yeah, man. So, Most definitely, yeah. man. And, and plus, we we found other, like... We didn't just keep it strictly on current um, topics and everything like mm-hmm. that. You know, I, I like what we did with like kind of looking back in the history, either with spotlighting players or managers, or, mm-hmm. or you know, talking about a particular team's history and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I felt like we, we, we found our like niche as far as what we want to do with the show. Yeah, most definitely, man. It's been fun, man. Like I say, covering a variety of different things here on the show, and like I say, it's been fun to research, getting the stuff together because we've learned a lot this season too. Love the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. It's been fun, man. So, quite a bit here to discuss tonight. So, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. All right. Let's start off with my Nationals. The Nationals are the 2019 World Series champions. I mean, who would have thought it? The team that started off, like, I think, 19 and 31 back in May. I mean, they were talking about, you know, firing Davey Martinez and, you know, Bryce Harper, the whole Bryce Harper situation, like, situation, you know, him leaving and everything. And it was just, you know, it wasn't a good look. I mean, they started off pretty bad, but just something just clicked all of a sudden. And from that point in May up until them, you know, winning the World Series, they had the best record in baseball. They rallied and got the wild card spot. And got to the World Series. Now, and they beat, they beat some pretty good teams to get to the World Series. They won the wild card game by beating the Brewers. They beat the Dodgers. Swept the um, swept the um, swept the Cardinals, and went seven games in the World Series with the Houston Astros. And a very you know, very solid team. I mean, they started the series. They went up two nothing in the series. Came back to DC. Lost all three games, four to one, eight to one, seven to one. Scored three runs in those games at home, but um, to get back to get back to Houston and close it out, won the um, won game six, seven to two, and won game seven, six to two to um take the World Series. And of course, they had the parade here last weekend, weekend before last. I got a chance to go to the parade. That was fun. That was awesome. But um, it was a great season for the Nationals and a great World Series. And one of the crazy things about it was no home team won a game. There was no home field advantage in the World Series. I mean, that's crazy. I think it's just thinking about the any sport. I mean, that's just crazy. No home team won a game in that entire series. But um, your thoughts on the Nationals, man, winning the World Series and starting where they started to get into the World Series. Um, what are your thoughts on the Nationals this season? Uh, I mean, I mean, as the season was kind of going on, like in the beginning of the season, I felt like the Braves might have been the team to kind of come out of the National League. But mm-hmm. it's like as we started getting like to the tail end of the season and – you just saw a shift with the Nationals, and it's like, okay, got to kind of keep my eye on this team. And right. I, I started kind of feeling like, if, okay, if they get to the if they get to the playoffs, I think they'll do some damage. And remember, I mean, it's it's on the episode that you know it was it was the wild card play in game and everything, and they were losing, you know, mm-hmm. at, like. 
at the end of the show, they were they were losing that game, and I'm in my tutor. I said, just 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 relax. They they got this. And right, right, right. Probably not even ten minutes later, you know, they end up, you know, finding a way to you know get that game. They go and play the Dodgers, and you know they get them out of there because you know what I said. I was like. You know the Dodgers is not going to the World Series. You know. Yeah, you you, you predicted that was a bold prediction, man. So I mean, they they took care of the, the Dodgers, and then the Cardinals. I guess they forgot how to play baseball or something. But they they, they really did. I, I mean, I, I I did not expect that one. I was saying that we take that maybe you know six games something. We completely swept. They did not show up at all, man. Yeah, and and then like you say, when we get to the World Series, and it's like they. They come out the gates, you know, just swinging um, and everything. And mm. they go up 2-0 in Houston. It's like, okay, so it looks like they really are the team of destiny. And then they go back home, and then it's almost like they forgot how to play for three games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then they go back to Houston, and it, yeah, it was bizarre world. It was like the home team lose and the road team win, and Basically, they mm-hmm. won the four. All they had to do was win on the road, and that was it. And it, it, it was a it was a really good thing. Like I say, thanks in large part to you is the reason why I kind of started paying more attention to the Nationals. And like I said, I I won't necessarily say I became such a fan of them, but I mm-hmm. I, I I respect them, and I feel like they. I mean, hopefully they can keep some of their core people in place. I mean, I know some people might be leaving. Oh, yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that later on. Yeah, yeah definitely but, talk about that. But I think as long as they keep that type of, you know, that core value, like what they had this season, whatever mm-hmm. it is, if they can keep that, I think they, they'll they be a, you know, a, a team to be a reckoning, you know, reckon with, and, like for the next couple of years or something so yeah most definitely they can keep that core nucleus together you know of course you know add a piece here add a piece there they could definitely you know be one of those teams that can you know be competitive in the national league for you know a long time to come hopefully yeah but um like i say huge you know for the nationals you know for the area you know winning the Winning the World Series, I mean, it's been great for the city. You know, of course, last year we had the stuff with the Caps, and this year also we had the Mystics, you know, won the WMA championship, and the Nationals bringing the World Series, you know. Risk is a wizard. I'm to get your act together, man. <laughs> well, okay. They a long, long ways away from that. All right. If you had to pick between the Redskins and the Wizards, which team could you see winning the uh, a championship first? You know, honestly, I could probably see the Wizards winning one first because the Redskins are just so far off, man. They, I mean, they've tried everything. They've switched coaches. They've drafted players. They've you know signed big time free agents, and nothing has seemed to work. I mean, I mean, they probably would get more popularity if they won the Super Bowl. That would be you know probably even bigger than the Caps and the Nationals because this is like still a football. Town, but I think the I could see the Wizards probably winning something before the Redskins, unless the Redskins do something drastic over the next couple of years. I could see the Wizards winning something for the um for the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the, the Redskins would have to basically uh, draft to win, opposed to draft to you know to draft again, you know type of thing. Yeah, pretty pretty much, man. Pretty much, man. But yeah, man, it was a it was a good experience. The parade parade was awesome, man. I mean, the people down. I mean, it was like packed. I mean, just people, just everybody. Like I said, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, DC Sports Fan Twenty Three out there, listeners, you can see. You know, I posted a lot of pictures and stuff from the parade. I mean, it was packed down there. I mean, you had people in trees. Yeah, people on the rooftop. They had the porta potties down there. People were on top of the porta potties, man, watching, trying to get a good view of the parade, man. It was it was unbelievable, man. It was unbelievable. And I love, um, of course, you know, when, you know, teams win, you know, championships, you know, WWE, they send them a custom, you know, for the wrestling fans out there, you know, the WWE sends, like, you know, a custom belt with the side plates of the teams 
logo on there. So, of course, the only two people that I saw, I don't know if anybody else had it, but the only two people that I saw that had the actual belt was Trey Turner. He had it around his waist. And, of course, Mac, he's on top of the truck, like, holding up the back, holding up the belt. I'm like, you know, we've talked about Max Scherzer on here many times, man, but that, that that's that's Max for you, man. <laughs> the WWE <laughs> champion, Max, 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 Mad Max Scherzer, man. <laughs> that, 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 that's a gimmick right there, man. <laughs> yeah, WWE champion, man. WWE, 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 hey, hey, I, hey, sign, sign me up, man. Oh, man. <laughs> man dude, I'm telling you, man. But, yeah, it was an awesome experience, man. I had, had a good time down there at the parade, man. It was, it was, like I said, it was a fun experience. It was great for the city, man. It was, it was, it was a good season, man. Great season. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't know, I don't know if the, your city can take it anymore with all the winning that's going on. I know all the women, like I said, like I said, you got the caps, the mystics. I'm telling you, man, it's just it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's, just, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. But um, anything else on the nationals, like World Series, anything else before we before we move on? Um, I I just say that it it was a compelling World Series. I, I never, it definitely it definitely was. I, I never felt like every game felt important. And it really did. It, you got, I mean, there's been some World Series in the past where they kind of just drag and it's like, okay, can we hurry up and get this over with? But uh-huh. with these two teams, it's like if 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 it went ten games, you would be like, yeah, I want to keep going, you know, because it 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 like I say the whole thing about the no home field advantage made things even more interesting in that regard. Mm-hmm. It really did because it became less predictable. It really did. It really did, man. And like I say, you think across like any sports like that. I can't think of anything like football or anything like that where you had like a or series like this, you know, where you had like the road team like winning like all the games, like no, like no, like no home because they always talk about the home foot advantage, your home field, your home court. There was none of that in this series. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't that didn't something similar like that happen back with the uh, Indiana Pacers when they was halfway decent? When it was Paul George, Roy Hibbert, and all them in the playoffs one year, some years back, where they were only winning the road games in the playoffs, but they couldn't win at home for some some reason. I, I think that that, 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 that that sounds familiar. I, I don't know if it's the, it, it could have been. That's that sounds vaguely familiar. So I mean that that's kind of something that comes to mind. That, but then they just fell apart, you know. I thought it was funny, like how they could only win on the road. They couldn't win at home for nothing. It's like it was two different. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain, but it's like it was yeah. two different freaking yeah. teams. It was, man. It was definitely like two totally different teams. And also, another thing, um, the whole Max Scherzer effect. I mean, like, that one game where he, like, he, he was, like, hurt, popping with the neck and back and couldn't move. Couldn't get out of bed. Couldn't do. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't pitch. And we threw uh, Joe Ross out there. It, it, it ended up working in our favor. I mean, Game Seven comes around. We get the Game Seven. Who do we have to go on the mound? None other than Max Scherzer. And like I say, if I can't have like a Steven Strasburg or somebody on the mound, I'll definitely take a, you know a Max Scherzer Game Seven. You know, I'll I'll bet that against anything, man. I mean, that, that worked out in our favor. It was a. It was. It sucked in the moment, but it ended up working out in our favor, basically. Very much so, and I, I just felt like it was a fitting that he was the one to to end it in a way. It was, yeah, exactly. Go fit, go figure, man. Go figure. But um, yeah. Anything else on that World Series? Anything else with the Nets? No, no, that's it. Okay, cool. All right. Of course, like I say, that's the you know obviously the end of the baseball season. We get our um. End of season awards, you know, for both leagues. You know, you got the MVP, manager of the year, and everything. And we're starting to get some of those uh, roll in already. Um, so, f- I mean, they actually, I think just today they announced the um, manager for the year for the National League and for the American League. Uh, for the National League, it was um, the Cardinals manager, Mike Schilder, I believe his name is. And then for the um, American League, it was. Rocco Bad, uh, Badly, he won for the, he's the um, Twins manager. He won um, one manager of the year. And then we also got the um, 
Rookie of the Year. Um, they announced that yesterday for the um, National League. It was Peter Alonzo from the Mets. He won National League uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, he finished the season with a 260 batting average, 53 home runs. 120 RBIs. He won the home run derby as well as the um, he led the league in um, home runs. And then it's Jordan Alvarez from the Astros. He was the American League um, Rookie of the Year. I was a little disappointed that um, Davey Martinez from the Nationals. He wasn't even nominated. They didn't even nominate him as like um, manager of the year. I know they started off bad, but to rally the team back. Yeah. And get them to a playoff position for him not even to be a nominee. I think that's like crazy. They didn't even nominate him as a nominee. I think that was kind of crazy. Um, any thoughts on that? Um, any thoughts on that, man? Uh, well, yeah, it is kind of crazy. Like you say, I mean, he basically got that team to turn around and you know pushed them to the playoffs. So yeah, we, we would have thought he would have been nominated uh, at least. But uh, one thing about uh, uh, Bondelli or Badley or how is that? Oh, um, but yeah, right, right, right. Um, he's the youngest manager in baseball at thirty-eight. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Okay. So I mean, kudos to him. Um, or whatnot. So, and it's funny he took yeah. over the he took over the Twins uh, last year after after seventy-eight games. So. Oh, okay. We did, you know, just in that short length of time. So, I mean, I can I can see why he he got that nod for them and everything. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Some some of these, I mean, I think I don't know. I'm, I I I put it like this with baseball, with the whole manager of the year award. It's always kind of, you can correct me if I'm wrong in this, but what I've always took from it, I never put too much clout into that because, like I say, baseball is, is one of those kind of tricky sports. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's not always so much the managers, per se, because if that was the case, then uh, the Dodgers manager should have, you know, probably been up there or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he wasn't even nominated. The other two nominees was the guy from the Braves, um, Brian um, Skinter, and then um, from the um, Brewers, um, Craig uh, Council. Yeah, so see, like, so and and what did any of those teams really do this season? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. They didn't do anything. And then the other nominees for the um, American League was Aaron Boone from the Yankees and then uh, Kevin Cash from, uh, from Tampa Bay. It's, it's very it's interesting how they do that when it comes to like managers of the year for like baseball. Cause it's not like in football or somebody we got somebody like calling plays or something like that. Or even basketball, we got throwing up plays and stuff like that. So it's a little different, like the manager's role in baseball compared to like coaches and stuff in other sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But um, that's like I said, that's manager of the year for the American and National League as well as the rookies of the year. We still got MVP and Cy Young. Um. I think later this week they'll probably be announcing those. Uh, for the American League, the uh, MVP race, you got Alex uh, Bergman from Houston. Uh, you got Marcus uh, Sherman from uh, Oakland, and then you got Mike Trout from um, the Angels. Uh, I'm going. I think Mike Trout wins it. Yeah, think? yeah. It most likely it'd be Mike Trout. Very true. Very true. And then um, Cy Young for the American League. You got uh, Garrett Cole, who's in Houston. Uh, you got Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Morton from Tampa Bay, and Justin Verlander from the um, from Houston. I think it could be either Cole or Verlander. I think. I'm gonna go with Cole. I, I, I think it'd be Cole. Yeah. Probably be Cole. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. That's Ricky the Year manager. Um. Let's see. National League. MVP, uh, you got uh, Cody Bellinger, you got Anthony Rendon, and then you got Christian Yelich for the National League MVP. Who thinks going to win that one? I would have to go with Rendon. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I feel like he's probably the one who really he, I think he would really be deserving of the award uh-huh. more than anything. 
because I mean he was like, I mean if you you take him out of that lineup, what happens with that lineup really? Exactly, exactly, pretty okay. much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean he he was a big, he was a big part of that lineup, man. Yeah, so yeah, it has to be him. If it's not, you you know, it's fixed. So. Yeah, get you. It's rigged. It's rigged, man. <laughs> it's rigged, damn it. <laughs> it's rigged, exactly, man. Um, let's see. In National League, uh, Cy Young finalists. You got uh, Jacob Degrom. You got Hayu, Hayun, Jin, Ryu, and then you got Mad Max Scherzer. I'm going with Max, man. He's gonna win. He's gonna win his third uh, Cy Young award. I'm going with Max. Look, just like Randall, if it's not Max, then something is completely wrong. I mean. Look, his his uh, Cy, Cy Young Award moment is the whole busted up nose and, and eyes. Exactly. Exactly. So, Can't no, none of these other guys said they went out there with a busted up nose, black eye, and pissed the way he did. No, he should win it on that alone. Man. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it has to be. Yeah, and, he, and, and he's been a nominee the last... Four years. He was a nominee last. He lost it last year, and he won the two previous years. So like four years in a row, he's been a nominee, and two out of those, or he's still, you know, won't see if he's gonna win it this year. He, two out of those four years, he's won the award. So, yeah, so like, he, uh, he he deserves it. So. Yeah, most most definitely. Like I said, for that black eye game alone, man, he he deserves it, man. <laughs> but um, we'll find out tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow they'll announce the Cy Young winners, and on Thursday they'll announce the award for um for MVP. So we'll find out in the next couple of days. See who actually see if our predictions come true, man. All right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, anything else on the awards or anything else moving no. forward? No. Okay, so um. I want to talk a little bit about um, MLB free agency. Of course, you know, December, normally that's when they had the winter meeting. That's when they do a lot of the negotiating and the talking, you know, getting the finalized deals done for the um, for the contracts and everything. And I wonder how this year's free agency is going to play out. Because, like, last year you had the big names. You had the Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Those were, like, the two, like, big names that was on the market. But it went down to the wire. I think it went to about, like, February, like, right around the time, like, spring training was getting started for those two to finally, you know, come off the market. And I was like, wow, I mean, you got these two big-name guys out there. Like, nobody wants to sign these guys. I mean, before we get into, like, this year, like, some um, phrase and everything, how do you feel about that? I mean, did you have any thoughts on that? Like, these are two big-name guys, and they took, like, forever for them to sign? I mean... Any thoughts on that? Well, I, I guess they felt like they wanted to do what was best for them, you know, for the mm-hmm. long run. Because, you know, unlike other sports with baseball, you do these 10, 15-year contracts, depending on your age or whatnot. And you pretty much, you know, in, unless there's some uh, circumstances, you know, unforeseeable or whatnot, but for the most part, you you're going to play, you know, that length of time with that team and that's where you're going to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I guess from, you know, from that kind of standpoint or whatnot, they, you know, took their time. I mean, whether you agree or disagree with their decisions, you know, teams they went to, but, you know, it's more so like a benefit for them personally and for their family, especially if they married with kids and everything, because that's where they're going to live for this time. So, it, it didn't really surprise me that, you know, it kind of went down to the wire, basically, of, you know, officially signing somewhere. Yeah, very true, very true. Like I said, I think it got down. I think they were already in spring training and everything, and that's when finally, I think, like Manny signed first, and then Bryce got his contract, man. But like I say, you, like I said, they, they get these big contracts. Like I said, this is going to be somebody that you're going to be spending a majority of your life, a majority of your career, and everything too, man. So it's, it's, it's like it's a it's a big time decision. It's making a it's a big time commitment as well. So yeah, but um, like I said, we got a uh, free agency coming up. Um, two hundred nineteen players are eligible for um for free agency, and some of them there's a lot of nationals as well. I mean, I'm just just going over just in general some of the overall 
just a few of the names on there. Um, Ron Gomes, he was our catcher from one of our catchers from this past year. He's up for free agency. Um, Howie Kendrick, he was a big guy um, coming off the bench for us. He played a lot of second base and everything for us. He's he that big grand slam in the um, against the Dodgers that helped us advance. He's a clutch hitter. Hopefully they can bring him back. Ryan Zimmerman, you know, face of the franchise, the first draft pick. By the Nationals, he's up for free agency. Um, Matt Adams, he's another National. He was like um, reserve first baseman. He's up for free agency. Uh, let's see. Of course, you no know, Anthony Rendon. That's the big one of the big ones right there. He's up for free agency, so he's gonna be getting a lot of a, a lot of attention. And let me see. Just going over some of these other names. Matt Kemp, he's up for free agency. Curtis uh, Granderson, he's up for free agency. And let's see. Yasiel Creek, he's up for free agency as well. Um, Adam Jones, he's up for free agency. Former Oriole. He's a big, he's a big, um, like he's a big um wrestling fan too. He's pretty cool. Um, pitching wise, uh, you got Garrett Coles out there, uh, Strasburg is out there, uh, Zach Wheeler is out there. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, he's going to hit the free agent market. I mean, a lot. You got a lot of names here. We got some former Nationals on here too. Uh, Tyler Clippard, uh, Tanner Roark, couple of our former pitchers. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, do you think Anthony Rendon, Anthony Rendon, and Strasburg, those are probably two of the biggest names out there for that. Do you think both of them re-sign with the Nationals? I have a feeling that Rendon resigns, but Strasburg leaves. And really, yeah. And the reason why I say that is because basically, like right after the World Series, I don't know if you saw it or not. Where he, he I'm talking about Strasburg, he announced that mm-hmm. he was testing free agency. Right? He, yeah. He, he let okay, it be known. Right, right. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. and generally, when people do that. That's you know they looking to leave because why uh, yeah. would you why would you do that like right literally right after you win the World Series? Well, sure, right when the parade stuff was going on, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got I, I think that he he might be the one to leave of the two. So. Yeah, that would that, yeah that, that wouldn't shock me. But like I say, say he leaves and they sign like a Garrett Cole to add him to the rotation with Max nah, and um. Nah, that would be something. Or even that get would Bumgarner, be something. Or get Bumgarner. Yeah, that, that that's true. If you lose a Strasburg and if you add one of those two to go with Max and Corbin and uh, Sanchez, that's a that's still a pretty good rotation, man. But I say this: if they got if they get Garrett Cole, it might as well be like, all right, that's it, we're done. Everybody else, that's it. That's, a- <laughs> that's right. Because then, because then you got your you got your Tom Madison, your uh, uh, Greg Madison, and Tom Glavin. Yeah, put it all down. You yeah, did, man. It's, it's, exactly. Like, like, like that one-two punch, man. Yeah, you, you got that then. And then, like I said, if they, you have somebody else to be your you John Smokes or whatnot, you got that damn near perfect rotation. So Yeah, there you go, man. I'm telling you. So, like I said, I could, I could, I could definitely see that. Cause like I said, when he made that announcement, I was like, very sure. Like I said, it was right around the time they were getting ready for the parades and going on. I was like, wow, he, he, he jumped the gun pretty quick there. So it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he left. Now if Strasburg leaves, where could you see him land? Would you think it'd be a good destination for him? Um well, okay, well I mean uh, let's say okay, let's say Cole leaves, comes to the Nationals. I can see Strasburg going to Houston. So it's almost like they traded for each other, but they did They run for pretty much and they basically basically like like, like swap teams, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which you know that happens sometimes. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, de- most definitely, man, most definitely. I mean, I can see him going there, but um, probably whoever gives him the best offer, really. So, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know for some reason too. I got a feeling like if he, if that doesn't happen, I definitely see him going out west somewhere. Yeah, because some, some people were saying like San Diego because he's from that like California area, so I could definitely see him going out, going out west, like the San Diego or like even the Dodgers, somebody like that, maybe. Yeah, Magic, you know, snatch him up and 
Yeah, yeah Magic Snatch too. <laughs> He's like, hey, Strasburg, come on, come on and play for us. <laughs> let, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you probably give them that, you know, he could be like a catalyst to kind of get them over the hump when it comes to playoff time. So. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, man. But um, but yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's gonna be very interesting to see like what some of these some of these guys end up and see how many. Cause like I said, NASA, I think they got about at least nine or ten players that are up for free agency. The Nationals could look very very different next year. But I also think you know if they lose a lot of guys, I think guys are gonna want to come play for the Nationals. They come off the World Series. They've got a good you know. Owner, good general manager, good manager, and um, Davey. I mean, they got a lot of you know things going for them right now. So I think they could definitely attract yeah guys to hey, come to up to there. They not like the Marlins, you know. You win the World Series, oh, no. blow up the team, you know, that right? Type of crap. So. Exactly, 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 man. Like I said, they won two World Series and just blew up, <laughs> blew up the team afterwards, man. Unbelievable, uh, man. Oh, don't 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 get me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we start doing that, but um, like I say, even if they would, like I said, if they were to lose a Strasburg and to lose a Rendon, you still got a Juan Soto, you still got a Trey Turner, you still got a Mac, you still got a Corbin, you still a uh, Victor Robles. He came up this year. You still got some guys that you can like build around. So you still have some guys that you can, you know. Make do, and like I said, obviously they would they would add to that as well. So if you lose one, if not both of those guys, I think you could definitely still, you know, have a competitive team. I think. Yeah, they could. Um, but what? Oh, uh, my question to you is like, any anybody you see potentially like from? I don't know. I kind of know we kind of focus more on the pitchers a little bit more, but like any like position player that you could see. Be like, hey, I want to come join the Nationals. That would be very interesting. I mean, I wouldn't mind us picking up Adam Jones. I mean, he played for the Orioles, so he kind of knows the area. I wouldn't mind picking him up. He wouldn't be a bad addition to the um to the team. Um, let's see. Yasiel Pre would be kind of interesting. I don't know if he'd come here or not, but that would be kind of yeah, that's kind of a stretch yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he might, he might, he might, he might, yeah, that's right, exactly. Like he, I think he might would throw off some of the um, some of the chemistry we got going on here, so we might kind of kind of back off from that. But um, let's see. I'm not looking at some of these names here. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Let's see. He's a Jonathan. Um, I didn't mention him. Uh, Jonathan Scope. He actually he used to play for the Orioles too. I think he plays second base. If you were to lose like Howie Kendrick and then the other guy, who's his guy's name, um, Brian Dozier, I think he would be a nice replacement for us at uh at second base. He wouldn't be too bad, but um, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, so it's a, like I said, it's a, it's a lot of names. Like I said, 219 free agents to eligible, man. So it's a, it's a lot of names here, man. Yeah. A lot of names here. Most of them probably so will be signed with their teams. Pro, pro, probably so. Probably so. But yeah, but I'm not sure when the actual winter meetings start, but I know it's in usually in sometime in December, like part of December, so. We'll probably be getting some updates. So I hopefully we don't get like a thing like last year. We got guys up to the last minute down to the wire. We gotta figure <laughs> out what way or we like where some of these guys guys are gonna um guys gonna end up. So it's gonna be interesting. Oh, this guy, another guy, another guy, another, a lot of former Orioles here too. Mark um Crumbone. He's a he was a pretty good player. He's a good power hitter. He wouldn't be a bad addition too. So it's gonna be interesting, man, to see how everything plays out. So. Like I said, I think we're not gonna have a hard time attracting people to come here. No, 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 no. of course not. I mean, is right now is is like title town. So it is pretty much, man. Pretty much, man. Okay. Um, I found this kind of interesting when I was um coming up with stuff for this show. They said over the last six years, every division in um in baseball has had a World Series champion. In 2014, you had the Giants win from the NL West. 2015, the Royals from the AL Central. 
the Cubs in 2016 from the NL Central, Astros in 2017 from the AL West, Red Sox um, in 2018 from the AL East, and of course this year with the Nationals in the NL East. That's pretty fascinating, man. That's, yeah. I had no idea about that. I mean, parody, I guess, does still exist. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Huh. Yeah, that's one of the. Yeah, and that's one of the things in baseball. I think I think this is since the Yankees. I think in ninety nine, two thousand. We haven't had any like back to back like World Series champions. It's been kind of spread out. Like you know, I just mentioned it. It's been kind of spread out amongst the teams. There's nobody that's been like dominating. No, we haven't had like a, a Golden State or like a Chicago Bulls type of you know somebody that's dominating baseball, just winning the. World Series every year, which is kind of good. It makes it like, like it's good, you know, it's good for the game to get some different people in there. But isn't the Giants like the closest thing to that? I think the Giants, yeah, they were they were the, they were the closest thing, yeah. But other than that, it's been like it's been my different like every year, and I kind of the Phillies won a couple like back to back early on. But other than that, it's been pretty much like a different team every year, basically. Yeah, it definitely makes things uh. Makes things interesting. Um, let's see. We got another manager that was um. I know last week we talked about some of the managers that got hired. We got another manager that was hired. Uh, the Mets hired uh Carlos Beltran to be their next manager. They gave him a really three year. Di- yeah, yeah. I heard like the rumor for that like a while back, but then they actually confirmed it. They hired him as their manager. Gave him a three year deal with a four year uh fourth year option. Has he coached at all? No, that's 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 his first uh man. That's his first manager. <laughs> what? As far as I know, I don't think he's been a bench. I don't not that, not that I know of. Oh my god! Oh. I was like, why? And you in that New York? You in that New York New York market? Too. I know it's not the Yankees. You still in that New York market? That 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 that's, that's gonna be interesting, man. Look, if they just if they just want to pick anybody to be the manager, hell, I volunteer. Shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the idea for that. <laughs> what yeah, because it's just like with the um with the Cubs, they got the, that David Ross guy. He used to be the catcher and everything. I think he was doing some broadcast work. He never managed before. I, I guess they're just getting anybody. Not anybody because, I mean, Carlos Beltran, he was a good player. But. Was, yeah. But <laughs> his first managing job not as a as a coach or anything but as the you know the manager of the new yeah not having to work not having to work his way up being like you know first base coach third base coach bench coach or something like that or hitting coach or something like that he's getting giving him a manager job that, that's that's crazy i'm looking over his stuff here now just listening to stuff as a player yeah that's his first job he had one any type of like bench coach or anything they gave right up. I gave him a manager position, like right off the jump. <laughs> oh boy, that's, uh, I guess there's gonna be something to watch next season. Yeah, that, 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 that's gonna be very interesting to see how that plays out, man. I'm like, wow, unbelievable. Like I said, he was a, he was a great player and everything, but how's he gonna do as a manager? I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. So I think back to somebody like uh, like a David Martinez. He got his first managing job with the Nationals, but he'd been with uh. Joe Madden, he was like his right hand man for years. I think when he was in Tampa to when he was in Chicago and everything, he was learning under one of the best managers in the game. He was learning, you know, under him. And he was a former player too, but they didn't just throw him out there right off the bat. He got some experienced coaching first. But that's just like a thing they're, thing they're doing now. They're just giving out manager job. Hey, you used to play. Come on, you can be a good manager. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be. It's gonna be interesting. Like I said, we're gonna to have to keep an eye on the on the Mets then in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got somebody to work. Got that Peter Alonso kid. I mean, you got somebody to work with. But I, I don't know. I don't know who else is on the Mets really that you can say. Oh, you know, we can build around these guys. But I don't know, man. Like I said, it's definitely something to keep 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 an eye on the Mets. That that other team in New York. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Anything else you want to discuss? here tonight anything else uh i mean i, I do just want to say again that um you know this has been fun and i look mm-hmm. forward to what we do you know next season of course you know uh-huh you know, yeah everything because like i said 
through this show, it, it got me back into, you know, baseball and, you know, learning about the current players. Cause you know, if, if I, you know, if I was like forced into it or whatnot, I'd be like, who, what? Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know these people. Like, That's right, right, right. Is, 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 I was like, is Chipper Jones still playing? Is Bob right, Cox right, still right. managing? Like, what's exactly, exactly. But I mean, but no, but it, like I say, I, I really enjoyed doing this this season, and um, like I say, it just kind of brought back my fandom for baseball. So. That's awesome, man. Like yeah. I said, it's, it's been a great opportunity. It's been fun, man. Also, shout out to John, too. We've had him on, yeah. like, a few episodes as well. He was our first guest here on the on the show. He's another he's another big baseball fan. You know, he just kept asking me about coming on. I said, yeah, man, we'll definitely, you know, get you on an episode. And like I said, he, he loves baseball as well. So, big shout out to him as well. Who knows? Maybe next season we can get an interview. Maybe. Yeah, hey, hey, you never know, man. You never know. Uh, just, but um, just gotta find Mad Max's number and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go, hey Max. You know, come on the show, man. But um, any any like moments like from this baseball season, anything that like stood out to you or anything like that, or well, I mean, besides the whole, like I said, the whole Max thing with with the that you couldn't write that any better with him. Like I said, getting hit in the freaking face with the double ball and. Then it's like waving, like, oh, well, is he going to play? We don't know. How's it going to be? And then he goes out there and have mm-hmm. one probably the best games of, in history, I would say, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just been a, a really good season. Um, and like I said, I don't know, maybe because, like I said, I'm just get, I'm kind of just getting back into it. So everything is kind of fresh and new to me again, even though, you know, I know mm-hmm. baseball, but. Just overall, just like sitting and watching. Cause no, I wasn't like watching like a lot of games like you, but I was watching highlights and like, mm-hmm. certain shows and listening to people talk and stuff like that. So it it, it was just, you know, it, it was just a fun. I thought this was a fun season. So. Yeah, it was. It was, real, it was a real fun season, man. Like I said, like that Max, like that Black Eye game, that, that was huge and everything, and watching how the Division races played out, and looking like the, um, the home run race play out, and everything. It's been, you know, that's right. I forgot the, the home run derby. That, that was yeah, the home run derby. Yeah, that that, that 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 was exciting, man. That was fun. But yeah, man, it's it's like it's, it's been a good season. I definitely enjoyed this season, man. It was fun. This show, like you know, kind of added to that. You know, it gave us something to do, playing even more. You know, attention to the game as well, kind of getting you back into baseball, and, like coming up with different things to talk about and discuss here on the. On the show, man. Yeah, it's just been an awesome experience, man. I look like I said, I look forward to you know what we do, you know, moving forward with this show and everything, man. And hopefully, baseball will do start doing a better job of promoting their players. So. Exactly, like I said, because like I said, because back in the day, you know, you know, you had your King of Juniors, your Frank Thomases, your Calvin. You had these like big time names that you know, even if you were just a Calvin fan, you knew who these guys, you know, these guys were. You don't you don't you don't see that nowadays, you know. And that's why one of the reasons you don't see, you know, kids and stuff, you know, growing up like we did, you know, gravitating to baseball, they're gravitating to more than the footballs and the basketballs. You know, you got like, you know, because they market their stars better in those sports than they do in baseball. So hopefully, like I said, they do a better job. Because like I said, there's a lot of talented guys in baseball. They just don't get the, they don't get the recognition, unfortunately. Unless you're just a you know a diehard fan, or you kind of getting back into it like you yeah you you don't know these guys. Yeah, which like I say it's it's I don't know who the hell they they marketing you know baseball marketing team is, but they're not doing a good job because yeah they got they got they definitely got to do they definitely got to do better with it most so definitely. Hope, hopefully, hopefully they they kind of start you know making things right and better with. You know, promoting your star players. I mean, I, I know we've mentioned him a few times already, but like a Max Surgeon or Anthony Randone or Mike Trout, mm-hmm. you know, a Gary mm-hmm. Cole. These guys, they they have mm-hmm. personality. They have you know something about them that you know you would want to like put the machine behind them to bring fans in. I, I don't, I don't understand it. It's yeah, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah, you know, that's, that's another yeah. guy. That's, that's the 
Exactly. There's another guy, you know, Juan Soto. There's a lot of guys out there that they could be marketed like, okay, these are your faces of your league. These are the stars of the game. Like I say, I don't, I don't know who's in the marketing department, but they, they, they got to do better because there's definitely guys that they could be, you know, giving some more recognition to. Exactly. I mean, look. Okay, you you know that I kind of don't watch basketball anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of like highlights on or that um, Rockets and um, Nets game that was on here uh, last week, and I just kind of mm-hmm. watched a little bit of it. But I know more of who these young NBA players are, and I don't follow basketball like I used to at all. I know mm-hmm. who they are more so than the star players of baseball is because basketball promote their players. Mm-hmm. So hopefully going going forward, somebody in, in baseball offices or whatnot, they'll get you know, get that through their head that hey, we need to promote better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is, like listen to this which is listen probably, to this show. Listen, listen, listen to what we're talking about, man. <laughs> yeah, which is probably why, and I got to leave it on this this mini rant. This is probably why Kyler Murray did, decided not to go to baseball. Instead probably of so. Because mm-hmm. he knew he would get promoted better in football. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most so. definitely. So, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right about that, man. Absolutely right. So, hopefully something that they start working on, man. Hopefully. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, that's it for this episode, man. Like I said, you know, this is our last episode for a while. We're gonna take a little, little break, you know, since the season is over. Like I said, let something big breaks in free agency or some other big news comes out. We're gonna, you know, take a little hiatus for a little while, but we'll definitely, we'll definitely be back, and we'll definitely, you know, continue to tweet from our Twitter page as well. Like anything that goes on. But like I said, man. It's been a pleasure doing this show. Um, anything like to plug and promote before we get up out of here? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, movie talk is back. Um, I'm now now that we're out of no, uh, out, now that we're out of October, um, and everything, and now into November, I, I I decided to kind of do something a little different this month and cover movies dealing with some troubled youth, basically. Um, I don't know, I don't know why I decided to do it, but. Um, so for episode 139, I'm, I reviewed, um, uh, 2005's Lords of Dogtown, which is mm-hmm. based on a true story, um, uh, about mm-hmm. the, the, like the skateboarding craze of the, the, uh, mid to late, uh, seventies and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It has a really good cast. Uh, Heath Ledger, he's in it. It's, it's one of the roles that kind of put him on the map to some degree. And it's just, a, it's, it's an interesting movie and. I say I talk a, a lot about it, and then towards the end, I kind of relate like certain aspects of it to my own personal life, and that's kind of another thing that I kind of did. Not saying that I was a troubled youth when I was young or anything, but mm-hmm. I just decided to like for each movie that I cover this month, I'm going to find something that is relatable to me and kind of talk a little bit more about myself in regards to things because that's something that I'm trying to do like. I guess now with like certain movies I do, I'll add more like of my own personal connection to some of these movies. So you can definitely check that out. It's actually up now um, on TV's own podcast network. Uh, you can check it out right now. Um, episode 139. And then as I'm, I'm releasing two episodes this week. So I, I uploaded uh, episode 139 yesterday as of this recording. And then episode 140, will be uh, at least by Friday um, where I'll be reviewing the movie uh, Over the Edge which was a TV movie. It was the first movie that actor Matt Dillon was ever in when he was a, a teen and everything like that. So oh, nice. yeah it, it's basically about these uh, kids that live in this uh, kind of uh, what, what they call a um, they don't really do it so much now but like years ago they used to have these um, like makeshift not makeshift like I forgot exactly what the correct term for it is, but it's these communities that are created and it's only, you only deal with that community and everything. And they're like off away, like segregated away from like other cities and things like that. So you only deal with that community or whatnot. And it's basically like when you get 
teenagers who don't really have too much to do, you know, when they're all kind of just in this enclosed environment like that, how do they react to it? So it's, it's an interesting movie. Don't get a lot of uh, talk or anything about it or anything, but it, it's a it's an interesting movie and, and everything. So like, so I'll be doing that movie uh, over the edge next for episode 140. Oh, cool, man. Sounds awesome, man. Look forward to that for sure, man. Alrighty. Um, as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram, BCSportsFan23. Um, check out my writing on medium.com slash at BrokenMoneyMaker, as well as support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash MoneymakerChris. Uh, check out my Facebook page for my writing, the cash in as well as football and friends. Um, I'll have my football picks out for week 11, probably tonight. If not tonight, definitely by tomorrow. Um, check out my online shop. I got online sh- products that um, help promote my blog, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, and stuff. Uh, storefrontier.com slash writer315, as well as store uh, um, teesprings.com slash store slash moneymakerchris. I got stuff on there as well. And I also got individual stuff that I sell separately. I got some towels, ink pens, wristbands. Um, if you're interested in any of that, hit me up. I can, you know, hook you up with some of that. I'm going to have some Christmas uh, shirts coming out pretty soon as well. So be on the lookout for those as well. Oh, and also, um, Three Out Podcast. Me and John did the latest episode, episode six tonight. Um, definitely check us out on there and follow our Twitter page for that. At three and out podcast one for the um three and out football podcast. Nice, nice, yes, sir. All right, man. Um, yeah, it's been a fun man. I look forward to seeing what this uh show does in the future, man. And also, um, our Twitter, um, forgot our Twitter page at slam underscore podcast. We'll definitely be tweeting out stuff from there as well. Um, like I said, anything comes up throughout the course of the off season, but um. This has been fun. It's been a pleasure, man, doing this show. And also shout out to John as well, who came on some episodes. And peace out, guys. Peace.